In this week's episode of First Time Mums Chat, I'm thrilled to have the opportunity of chatting with Sue Atkins. Sue is an internationally recognised parenting expert, broadcaster, speaker and author. Sue has written numerous books and regularly appears on the award-winning flagship ITV show This Morning, Good Morning Britain and Sky News, as well as being the parenting expert for many BBC radio stations around the UK. She is also the parenting expert for Disney Family and is the host of the Sue Atkins Parenting Show. I can't wait to tap into Sue's wealth of knowledge and experience. I'm infant massage instructor Helen Thompson. Hello and welcome to First Time Mums Chat. Being a parent for the first time is challenging and changes your life in every way imaginable. To help ease your transition into parenthood, I aim to offer supportive, holistic approaches and insights for mums of babies aged 4 weeks to 10 months old. My goal is to assist you to become the most confident parent you can and smooth out the bumps along the way. This podcast is brought to you by My Baby Massage, so let's do this together. This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Please contact a medical practitioner if you are concerned or have any medical issues. Hi Sue, welcome to First Time Lines Chat. I'm delighted to meet you and I'm looking forward to chatting with you about parenting. I can imagine that you are a very busy lady with your book writing, television and radio appearances and your podcast. So can you start by telling us about you and the books you have written? Yes, lovely to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Well, I'm the author of four books, Parenting Made Easy, How to Raise Happy Children, and Happy Children for Dummies, one in the famous Black and Yellow series. That one is a book that you can dip in and out of when you're sort of at different stages and ages for your children. I've written two books for children, uh, The Can Do Kids Journal, Discover Your Confidence Superpower, because underpinning all my work is self-esteem for children. And then I wrote a journal because I do a lot of work with families going through divorce, particularly supporting the family as a whole usually mum and the children, called the Divorce Journal for Kids. As you know, I'm BBC's parenting expert on the radio. I might be this morning's parenting expert and Disney's parenting expert as well. So I have a lot of things that I do. I write, I speak, I broadcast, and I'm passionate about parenting. So you mentioned you had a book, Divorce for Kids. That sounds like an interesting book because it's obviously helping, supporting the kids if their parents are going through a divorce. Yes, I, I write about the seven stages that everybody goes through. And it was based actually on Kubler-Ross's death and dying because change is quite painful and it's quite challenging and it's not quick and it's sometimes not easy. Mm. A lot of people underestimate how long it takes to recover from a major event, whether that's bereavement or divorce or redundancy or whatever it may be that is quite a major thing in your life. 
can take up to 18 months to two years. So it's not a broken arm, which is fixed in six weeks. It takes as long as it takes. So people go through this process, but then you do turn a corner, which is sort of stage six, and you do rise again like a phoenix. And children are going through that too. And often this was written in a way for a little girl 20 years ago that was in my class when I was a deputy head teacher. And she said, but nobody's listening to me. And Mm, I can see her now, little Becky, with her anger. She was seven. And of course, all sorts of changes are happening to her, but no one's really explaining them or helping her process her strong emotions, her anger or her sadness or whatever she's going through. So the Divorce Journal for Kids is a way to express, understand. Kids can do it on their own or they can do it with you or their dad or their grandma. And schools can use them to support and nurture and help children who are going through those changes as well. So, yes, um, it's very, very helpful. Lots of family lawyers, divorce lawyers give it to their clients as a way to support the children through the changes as well. And it will start those conversations sometimes that you perhaps don't have naturally. Yeah, because I guess with parents, when they divorce, as you've just said, you don't think about the child. You don't necessarily think that the child's going to be suffering because they just get on with it. But as you said, they do suffer. They do need to process what's happening because they they don't understand. They think, why are my parents not together anymore? Why do I have to go to dad's house? Why do I have to go to mum's house? Why can't I just be in the same house as both my parents? I guess it's something for a child that they don't understand. I mean, I was lucky and my parents didn't divorce, but a lot of my parents' friends divorced. So I had a sense of what it was like by observing my friends and what they were going through. And one of the key messages I tell parents when I'm working with them is nearly all children blame themselves. Uh, And so one key message is to immediately tell the children when you are telling them that it's not their fault. And then you go into explaining age appropriately. You don't need to sort of watch it all out in front of your kids, but there are good ways of telling them. So sometimes I work with clients just for an hour, which is how to tell the children you're divorcing, because that is a very important moment. I remember talking to a client once and it was 50 years ago since her parents told her and she could describe exactly where she was and what she was wearing down to her red shoes and her little green cardigan. So it is a big moment and you want to get that right and children are not damaged necessarily by the divorce, but the level of conflict they experience. So you can do it with dignity and respect. It's not easy sometimes, but it's very, very important. I agree, because it brings the self-esteem in as well, because whether you're a first-time mum or not, your child has still got that self-esteem and you've still got to help build that self-esteem to be the best child they can be and not force them to do something that they don't want to do. Yes, and you're a blueprint for love. Once I tell people that, they go, oh, my goodness, I haven't thought of it like that. Because how you handle it is very mm-hmm. important. I have a client, actually, in fact, she's a friend, actually. Just recently, she separated, well, probably coming up to 30 years ago now. Wow. And we were yeah. at cricket on Saturday, and her ex came across to say hello to me because he you know, I like him. He's a nice guy. And he came to chat. She completely and has done ever since completely ignores him. So it's so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. because There's huge tension. And I, I know he doesn't feel like that. I mean, you don't want to be best buddies. But on the other hand, it is very awkward if you can't get to a stage of some form of forgiveness and moving on because it's keeping both of them stuck. But the point for me is she's got two boys. So what does that teach them about relationships yes, and about yes. love? 
No. And when they get married, eventually if they do, that's going to be very awkwardly put, Mum, on the seating yes. plan. <laughs> yes, that's a very good point, because as he said, some people are divorced have done it very amicably, and they do still see each other. And sometimes they actually get on better when they're not together. Yes, it's a real mixed match. Yeah. There is no one size fits all. But I think mm-hmm. working with somebody like myself, who is a sounding board, who has no vested interest, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not trying to negotiate stuff, I help people with their parenting plan, and I help support the family and the children, and mum or dad, or mum and dad, through the emotional turmoil of that. And you can do it with dignity. Some people are very angry because it's happened to them. Other people yeah. can make the co-parenting work and co-parenting is really important so sometimes you have to back up and this doesn't happen you know the first week this takes time but mm. back up and look at the bigger picture we want to raise a happy confident resilient adult let's try and do this together and work it through so it takes time but it's important to try yeah i appreciate that just to bring it back to first time mums do you have a toddler roadmap a positive toddler roadmap? Well, I've worked for a number of years with all ages and stages, and I noticed that during the pandemic, people were asking me all sorts of questions with young children. They were in isolation. They weren't socially confident because of masks. They weren't playing with other children. They weren't able to share. So I wrote the toddler roadmap, which is a sort of a 24-week different modules. It's not erroneous it's videos to watch it's audios to listen to it's stuff to read if you want to around potty training fussy eating the arrival of a new baby the why stage when they always ask why the whining Mm. toddler tantrums all of those things it's all covered in the toddler roadmap and there's some free videos there and everything so go to toddlerroadmap.com and start looking and learning and listening and enjoying that Also, I have the Toddler Roadmap podcast, which goes alongside it. So that's available wherever you get your podcasts, whether that is Apple Music or whether that's Amazon. Or you can go onto my website, which is thesueatkins.com, click on podcast or click on Toddler Roadmap podcast. I did a specific Toddler Roadmap series just for you. That's good because I know from my experience in childcare that those stages that you've mentioned can be quite challenging to go through, especially when kids go, why, why, why? You keep telling them why, you keep explaining why, and they keep going, but why does that happen? And eventually I just say, look, I don't know the answer to this question. Why don't we go and look it up? Or I will use technology and I will say, let's go and look it up on the internet. Let's go and look it up on on YouTube or uh, on Google or whatever it is, and we'll do it together. Yes. And of course, children are curious and they've only been alive two or three years. They don't know the answers to loads of it. But of course, it can be very tiring if you're trying to do all sorts of other stuff too. But also sometimes toddlers don't have the language and the vocabulary to want to keep chatting to you. So they might find Mm. that extra attention helps them feel significant and important. And it's a way of trying to connect with you and bond with you and communicate with you as well. So if you get that mindset, that takes it away from, oh, I'm trying to do this and I'm trying to do that. So, yes, it's about learning the different ages and stages of your children and what that means underneath it. But all of my stuff is no finger pointing. It's all about helping. Oh, and, absolutely. And about being a positive parent, because that really is a great thing. If you can be a happy, confident, relaxed parent, you're going to raise a happy, confident, relaxed child as well. 
Well, yeah, that's right. And I think that's the key to what my podcast is all about, trying to support parents to become positive parents and giving them the tools to be able to do that, giving them the tools to encourage them to be more positive and say, well, look, it's hard work, but here are some tools like the toddler roadmap or here are some tools if you're going through a divorce or whatever. Even if the child's a toddler and the parents are going through a divorce, it's still going to be the same process, but they may just find it a little bit harder to understand, especially if they're younger. Becoming a parent for the first time is challenging, right? It changes your life in every way imaginable. And it's hard to hit the ground running, isn't it? There is so much to learn on all manner of subjects. And it feels overwhelming, exhausting, and even impossible to find all you need to know. To help you, I've compiled some of the tips for mums that have been shared by the wonderful experts on First Time Mums Chat podcast and put them together in a free guide. These tips are easy to incorporate into your daily routines and will help make your new parenting journey easier. To get your free guide, go to mybabymassage.net forward slash tips. mybabymassage.net forward slash tips. And that's right. And sometimes it just manifests itself in light terrors or wetting the bed again if they had been dry. You know, there's all little signs oh, that yeah. they're a little bit under change or challenge. So, yes, you're right. But everything is all about trying to raise a happy, confident kitty without making it too hard work to study it. It's not that. I like to do practical tips, keep it quite short, quick in videos on my YouTube, that kind of thing, to make it easy to be the best parent you can be, really. Mm, yeah as people always say kids don't come with instruction manuals so you've just got to learn the best way you can you know and do it do it the best way you can and not make the same mistakes as your parents made just make different ones perhaps (laughs) well yeah all parents make mistakes we're not all perfect whether you're a parent whether you're a childcare worker whether you're a carer we all make mistakes and I think that's a very good point for parents not saying that everybody's perfect because I think if all parents were perfect life would be boring and kids would be boring yeah so there's no such thing yeah there's a poster actually that goes around on social media and it just turns up everywhere but it just says there's no such thing as a perfect parent just be a real one and it's my quote so often people just quote me for that alone (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah and I think you can have professionals to support you and you can take their advice or not take their advice do whatever you feel is the most comfortable thing to do and I think that would be my tip that I would give to your parents. Sometimes you just listen to a podcast and you'll pick up two tips and you're like, oh, that's helpful. And that's all mm. you need. So yeah. yes, it's about little and often and not beating yourself up if you do get things wrong. But looking at perhaps how you could make it better the next week, perhaps, or the next time. Mm. So what would your two tips be? Well, I always say children spell love T-I-M-E. So you can't go too far wrong if you play with them talk with them, listen to them, mm-hmm. and eat with them. And those very simple basics will serve you in very good stead. Eating with them, I think, is very valuable because I was brought up to actually sit down and eat as a family. We weren't allowed to eat in front of the television. We didn't have iPhones or iPads when we were kids. So we were encouraged to sit. And if you wanted to watch something on TV, that was fine. But we had to negotiate with our parents and say, right, if I want to watch this at six o'clock, 
can I have my tea half an hour early? Mm. It's about boundaries, isn't it? And making sure that you think about these things. Otherwise, your children are going to be driving the bus and they haven't passed their test. And you don't want to give all the power and all the keys to your little toddler or your child. It's about making sure that you have that balance. You put in firm, fair, consistent boundaries and then you can't go too far wrong. And it's not being authoritarian. It's about being authoritative. You're in authority here. You know better. You've been around a bit longer so it's not a bad thing to have boundaries they do change a bit as your child mm. develops no point in speaking to your four-year-old as uh, when they're 14 as if they're four no. but you know some small consistent firm boundaries make children feel safer and secure so that's the secret really and for first time mums it's a really about trusting your own instinct in so many mm. other ways you're going to get advice from mother-in-law from your things that you're looking at online but just navigate your own thing and think does that sit with my child's personality does that fit with my family ethos here and then you go from there but always trust your instinct because you love your child and you know what's best for them really Mm. yeah as you said be flexible if you set boundaries when they're young then you're more likely to be able to set boundaries when they get a bit older because they're going to understand what you're talking about and they'll be more flexible yeah and it's about offering them choices and teaching them to make better choices because there will be consequences it's not about punishment any of Mm. that stuff and i've written a lot about and i've done podcast specials on smacking and spanking and all that but it is about making sure that you know you start to to sort of listen to them teach them about choices but if you make that choice this is the consequence and that can start even with toddlers the more confident you are and the more relaxed and the more you kind of think about your parenting i say don't just react do respond to your children because you're actually thinking about what you're doing what you're saying and those very simple premises are really important for families but you know relax and enjoy the journey they do grow up very quickly yes they certainly do and when you were saying that i was thinking about the cause and effect encouraging the child to understand what the cause and effect is even when they're young even if they don't fully understand if you say to them right you're welcome to wear your sin jumper if you want to go outside but just be aware that it might be cold and they may not understand that but then they might say five minutes later mummy i'm cold can i put on my other jumper yeah and i think children certainly toddlers are told what to do all day long we nag them we tell them all the time and some of the tantrums and things are about not feeling any empowerment they haven't got a say in anything so just little ways of helping them choose and it's like when they get older it's the same principle you want to do your homework before or after your dinner what's implied is you're doing your homework well, the toddlers and putting on things think, oh they're striving for independence if i go into mm. the car a little bit earlier perhaps i can let them spend another three minutes trying to put on the seatbelt rather than having a meltdown so i do it so it's those very small things that help a child feel that they have some sort of say in their lives and you don't want them to have they're not running the bus but they are having a choice of some sort so it often takes down some of those big emotions that toddlers go through i am really passionate about first time mums chat and providing a weekly resource that helps parents who are new to the whole world of parenting and i want to hear from you I warmly welcome questions and feedback and comments on my podcast episodes. You can send me a voicemail message quickly and easily from your smartphone or computer by going to mybabymassage.net forward slash message. That's mybabymassage.net forward slash message. Yeah, I had a fun time coming home today 
He's not a toddler. He's just started school. He's about five. And he's got an older sister who's about seven. And then there's another brother as well. So the younger brother and sister were fighting over nothing. I couldn't work out quite what it was. And I just said to him, look, I don't know what you want, but we need to keep moving. So let's just work it out when we get home. And then you can sit down and tell me the problem. I think he was just overtired from being mm. in school all day and he yeah. was just letting go. Yeah. So. Sometimes it's just that, isn't it? And allowing the space for them. I talk about the crucial seeds and one of them is connection. One of them is feeling capable and competent. The next one is courage to fail and feeling that they count, that they're significant. So if you look at the behavior and you think, well, which one of these is missing? That often mm. really helps you think, ah, that's what it is they need to feel that they count they're significant they're important i'm listening to them so mm. yes there's lots of things about that on my website as well if you want to explore. you have to be a detective you have to be a detective don't you are they tired are they hungry are they overwhelmed is it overstimulating working yes. it backwards what's underneath the behavior and then you get to the crux of it and then you can sort it out can't you yeah absolutely so if somebody wanted to get in touch with you and find out more about what you do how would somebody go about doing that? Sure. Well, you can work with me one-to-one. I have a whole host of different types of coaching programs and things. If something's triggered your interest, I'm sue at thesueatkins.com. My website is thesueatkins.com because there's another lady sitting on a yacht and that's not me. So I'm the one and only Sue Atkins. So check out my blogs, <laughs> my podcasts, my videos, my books. There's a whole host of resources in my shop. There's a free ebook if you're interested in the nine C's of resilience that I wrote about. You can just download that one by going onto my website and uh, popping in your email, and then off you go from there. You have it and have a good read through it. No, thank you, Sue. It's been good talking with you, and I've actually learned a lot from you. And I hope that my audience will enjoy that ebook. So I'll definitely put that in the show notes so people can get that. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Lovely. Thanks for having me. If you're looking for tips on parenting, then I think it's safe to say that Sue's got you covered. I highly recommend checking out the resources she's talked about in this episode. And I'll place links to each and every one in the show notes, which you can find at mybabymassage.net forward slash podcast forward slash zero eight three. Please help me spread the word to other mums by rating and reviewing my podcast on Apple Podcasts. This helps me support more mums, yes, just like you, for a smooth journey into the exciting world of parenthood.